Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cover to cover with Chris Ventura. Cover to cover with Chris Ventura. Oh. All right, hello everyone. Uh, my name's Chris Frangiola. Maybe some of you know who I am. Maybe you don't. This is the uh, my podcast. This is the first one I'm going to do. We did one uh, last week, and we went. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. I'll explain more about it. How we went all over the map and some very interesting stuff, but not exactly what I was kind of looking to do for the first one. So this is the first one. I'm going to call it cover to cover. I don't really know why. It's because I still read newspapers. I don't know. Many people do. But uh, I do every morning. I try to read two or three newspapers a morning. And I think it's uh, interesting the way newspapers are set up. Some of the ones I read are a little more uh, pop culture stupid kind of stuff, like the New York Post and Daily News and things like that, where you're kind of getting stories that you wouldn't read necessarily in the you know New York Times or Washington Post or things like that. So uh, basically leaning more on stupid stuff like... Um, that you would read in like the New York Post and see on any of the Entertainment Tonight or stuff like that, but still dealing with some of the craziness that's going on in the world right now, not to get too political, uh, as I know everybody kind of hates that and it just separates the room immediately, uh, but there are, there's no, really no way around it. You, you just can't uh, go throughout the day without mentioning something about you know, Trump or whoever else, whether what side you lean on, I don't, it doesn't really make much difference to me, honestly. I'm not all that political a guy, although I can't help but follow all the craziness that's going on, especially as we lead up to like an election here and uh, all over the country. So that's what it's going to be. And then just all craziness along the way, I'm going to, you know, have notes and I'm going to, stories I want to discuss. I'm going to have guests from time to time. Some comedians, some friends of mine who who know about like this kind of stuff, like, uh, you know, just 
pop culture and and not just that, just even sports a little bit. Uh, if the, if the story is interesting enough, I know that'll kind of lose a lot of people. I know there are sports casts that you can listen to. I know there are sports, you know, podcasts that talk about uh, just this kind of stuff, you know, news and things like that that probably do it better. But the more I go on podcasts and the, the you guys, get, I have a, I have an assistant here, not an assistant, he, sound guy. You can go ahead and introduce yourself. How's it going, guys? I'm Alex Kahn. This is Alex Kahn. And Alex is a great guy, and he's kind of new to Los Angeles and comedy and all that. And Alex kind of works the mic. And so from time to time, Alex will chime in. Alex is not, admittedly, I believe, Alex, you could chime in on this, and not like the best guy for like pop culture references and things like that. But you know movies and stuff. Yeah, no, I'm a. I'd say I'm good for a lot of um, a lot of pop culture. Definitely some of the political aspect, but not a lot of like pop 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 culture. The pop music, the, right? Uh, Ariana Grande's. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. We no, we wouldn't. You, but only if it's a giant story. Like yeah. if, say Ariana Grande was in the news recently for the Pete Davidson stuff. Yeah, that would something we'd have to discuss because that's kind of something that everybody's talking yeah. about. You know, the fact mm. that they were engaged and now they were not engaged. They, mm-hmm. they were engaged for about two weeks. Mm. And it flamed out like everyone knew it would when two 20-year-old people get engaged uh, overnight and get tattoos of themselves. Do you have any tattoos of girlfriends in no, the past? No, not, on you? not yet. I think I'll have some tattoos of girls in the future, though. That's, really? That's my goal. No. no, you don't. Don't you dare. <laughs> Do you have any tattoos at all? Uh, I have one on my leg that my mom let me get when I was like 17 because my cousin was in town from the military. And um, when I met my girlfriend, she asked me if I had any, and I told right. her no because I don't even think Did about it. Did she discover it, it on yeah, you? Yeah, she saw it one day. She's like, I thought you said you. And I was like, oh, sh- yeah. You know why? What is the tattoo of? It's a Nordic tree of life. It's called Yagdrasil. It's like a okay, like a Nordic kind of mythology. Well, that's thing. not the worst thing. Oh no, it's not bad. It could be. Worse. I mean, yeah, you could get some of those ones that people get. You know, yeah. terrible mistake ones. Yeah. But I could get Pete Davidson. <laughs> you could get Pete Davidson tattooed. He has. He got a bunch of ones from Mariana Grande, and I get it. I mean, like Pete's a bit, a bit of a. He's a funny, very funny guy and a cool guy and everything. But he's a bit of a crazy dude. I think. I think I know his father died nine eleven when he was like eleven years old. So I would imagine that you get fucked up from that. So you can't hardly blame the dude for being a little kooky. So, and then when Ariana Grande comes a calling, you, you know, it's exciting, I guess. She's a cute little thing. Yeah. I can't, I can never tell if the, she's like 35 or 14. It, I can, it just, she looks like, um, it almost looks like she's been made in like some Japanese anime factory or something. I can't, does she ever look like a normal person without like her cutesy ponytail? No, and, I don't think she's ever not like done. A, yeah. Like, I've never like, seen her non, like not even in like regular clothes. I've yeah. never seen her in like a uh, sweatpants. The, the picture I saw of her, like every time, I feel like every picture I've seen of her, she's got a lollipop. <laughs> she's got, exactly. She's like a little child. Yeah, and like I, a, maybe some dudes are into that, but yeah, it's, I think it's supposed like, it's like a sexy, but still childish kind of thing. Going right. On. And I think she's weird. funny and everything. I see her yeah. on like Jimmy Fallon and stuff, and she does very good impressions. I think she's, I think she's one of those people that, I mean, there's, there's a whole slew of them out there now, like Demi Lovato and all of them. They're all like Disney kids who were, I guess, just, you know, precocious children who know how to perform. I was never like that. I, I never spoke to people when I was a kid. I was like, you know, shy and weird. But these people, man, they, you know, they know how to perform. So growing up in that world, you just, you know, you're good at doing impressions and shit and, you know, all sorts of entertaining stuff, which Ariana Grande does. And so that's it. Anyway, so the stuff like that. And then, of course, you know, there'll be crazy things happening here in the world, like the shootings that we seem to uh, encounter every single day here in America. And uh, we have to talk about them, I guess. I know it's a fucking depressing thought, but I mean, it's just nuts. I don't, I've never... 
it's, this is going to sound weird and you could chime in on this as well. I don't come from a gun world. I, I never even seen a fucking gun, to be honest. I've never even seen one. I've never even seen a real gun up close. There's never been one in my home. There's never been one in my family's house. I've never had to deal with, uh, you know, like a crime ridden world where I lived in a neighborhood where I felt the need for a gun. So I just don't, it's not something I, I I'm, I'm around. I don't understand why you need AR 15s, which is apparently the gun that all these people use to shoot quick and fast and kill as many people or whatever you're trying to kill as possible quickly. Um, it's fucked up to me that you need it, but are you from a gun world? I know you're from like Vegas and stuff, so, so perhaps yeah. you've been- Vegas is white trash of the core. Yes, as a matter of fact, yeah. You, I, yeah. you, I don't know if people know, when you, many people have gone to Vegas and probably gone through that McCarran Airport. And if you walk down McCarran Airport to get in like, you know, your car or whatever into the strip in Vegas, you'll see a sign for a company- that lets you shoot oh, guns. There's tons of them out yeah, there. Yeah, there's tons, right. You know who eat that up? The British. They love that. They man. love they'll, to shoot guns. They'll come and they'll, they've never shot a handgun before and they're, someone will hand them a 50 caliber sniper rifle and it's like literally like $30 for them to shoot a round of like a gun that's made to kill people. And when you go out to the mind. desert, is it indoors? Some of them go to the desert. Some The ranges too. I've seen people at ranges firing like a sniper rifle that would take down a moose at a mile and they're yeah. shooting it 30 yards down. It's really, it's just like, it's people just want to feel it in their hands. Is that so? So now the, the, this billboard that you see, I've been seeing it in, in Vegas for 15 well, there's tons years. Of them now. Yeah. It's the, but there's a, this particular one. It's like a woman. She's like a hot girl yeah. with a big giant machine gun in her hand and basically saying it's fun to come yeah. out and shoot shit, which I, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Like, um, Every time I go to a bar and see like all the bottles behind the bar, I always think, I don't know, maybe this is a bizarre thought to have. I always think, wouldn't it be fun to shoot up all these bottles right now? Like, it seems like that'd be a fun thing to do. I've never done it. I've never gone to a range. I always say I will one day, but I, we, I believe we live in a society now and I'm getting off to where uh, we should, we should have just stuck with Ariana Grande and her sweater dresses, (laughs) but, um, it, it, it. We live in a world now where just extreme like pops and, and, and noises were all so on edge that it would fi- like even firecrackers and shit like that. We hear them and it's like, oh shit. I, um, I was just somewhere recently at a, in a bar in a club with Heather McDonald. We were on the road touring together and this bar had one of those machines that shoots out confetti every 25 minutes to, you know, to get the crowd going. And it shot the confetti and you could hear people like panic, like, are we in a fucking shooting? What's happening? And uh, that's why I don't even know if I can go to a gun range because I think it would freak me out just hearing the pops and shit. Yeah, I grew so in Vegas. My whole family's from Texas. Uh, My stepdad, who is pretty much like a very... He's a pretty big part of my upbringing. He's been around since I was a kid. He's from small town Montana. He's the kind of guy that'll take a dog out into the woods for a week and go hunting. Uh, you know, no, and now, the when dog. they go hunt, you're going hunting. Yeah. You, you, so you have your guns. You go out and you're looking for what? Deer so and shit? He, he, in Montana, yeah, you would deer, elk, moose, whatever it be, whatever your tag is. So you apply for a tag through your local wildlife, or, you know, uh-huh. your game and, you know, game and wildlife, whatever the, your state calls it. Right. And uh, they give out so many tags to animals 
uh, that you can legally kill, and that's kind of done for population control. Like you can take so many amount of, and it's down to like in Nevada, it's like if you kill. Now it's the, now now I always hear that yeah. population control, but is that bullshit? Is that like no, no, something so, that they? But I guess there are too many deer. Yeah, I, well, and it's not even the population control of how many they let live; it's how many they don't want being killed. So if they don't do it, then hunting season comes around. Some dude goes out and just shoots up thirty deer just for fun. Right. Then the deer population could easily wane if everyone was shooting five deer instead of two and there's also rules on like it's got to be a buck or a doe or they have so many does you can you that can be hunted a season so many bucks and it's it's made to it's more made to push it forward not control it right. now you know in upstate new york and stuff i i think i've heard that like deer it's like just take them like, oh it's crazy that, man it's i the other side of I, I, I go out to a place called montauk for the summer uh for a few weeks every year it's on the east end of long island and the deer out there are just they're kind of like rats they're kind of gross they're <laughs> covered in ticks they're like yeah. tick yeah laden, lyme disease i believe lyme disease yeah. they got all sorts of shit and they're cute when you first see them 15 years ago and now you see him now it's still fun to see one in the morning but when it runs across the street at night and shit you're like oh fuck these fucking they're like rats yeah have you ever heard about pigs in texas <laughs> no so there's a video of like you could literally so they have a wild boar problem in texas that's like where what city like the like the whole state like not, really? not even the big cities it's like you'll be driving down the highway in the middle of nowhere and like they're to the point where they're damaging infrastructure in small towns and they're like, they're, they're taking out tons of wildlife that wow. are having, like, it's bad. There's a video, um, of Ted Nugent. Yeah. That <laughs> guy's a, crazy. Yeah, that he's, guy's, that yeah. guy's super crazy, but he's in a helicopter firing like a, not, not like an AR 15. Like that's a rifle. He's firing a full on like heavy machine gun. Like you would at, at like, like, a, like at Vietnam or yeah, something. Yeah, One of those like, gunners. Yeah, like something you'd use against insurgents. Yeah. Right. That you see. <laughs> and uh, he's doing that pigs. And it's perfectly acceptable in the state of Texas because they're Oh, you know what? I have seen yeah. a video they're, of this. They're, and there's a lot of guys doing it. But if you own, it's obviously going to be in your property. You can't just like lace up, you know, yeah. public or other people's property with rounds. But it's, um, it's so bad out there that they, I think it's recommended. Like if you see a boar and you've got something that right. can kill it, kill that thing. Cause it's a, it's a problem. So what? They spread. They're like pigeons. They, they just keep going and they're ruthless. They eat everything and they don't die. So that's what gets crazy. Yeah. And now where's that area where I see them? I see people swimming with them in the, in like the Bahamas or something. There's like water pigs. With pig? pigs? Pigs. Oh no. They, and they swim around like, like you, like a, looks like a, it's a pig just swimming around in this beautiful, clear blue water. And people get to frolic around with the pigs, which would freak me out. Cause I think yeah. those pigs, they, they'll snap on you. Pigs are, pigs are weird in that they, uh, they can domesticate quickly, but like, if you throw them out in the wild, it's very they're they're back to like I, wild animals. I don't believe that anything can domesticate <laughs> that quickly. Yeah. I believe everything domesticates, of course, because you're feeding it every day. Yeah. But then they're always going to be animals, and they they can strike at any time. Look at everyone gets a face ripped off by the monkey. Yeah, like I had this monkey for twenty five years. I'm like, yeah, but it's still a monkey, yeah, and it doesn't monkey. know when you, it hears something or whatever is freaked out. It's going to tear your face yeah. off. And, and they're so strong. Like animals, I think, are so much stronger than us. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's uh, like the whole the Roy Horn thing. It's like the tiger was trying to help him and it just ripped him apart. You know? Oh, like, the poor tiger it doesn't need like, know any better. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they say the tiger's trying to help him. Maybe the tiger was just like, eh, get the fuck out. You know? I know. Like, it's so funny to me that everybody was so freaked out by that. And they're like, 
And the they said with the tiger. tiger was out of play. It was it was out of its element. I'm like, yeah, it was in a fucking casino. Yeah. I was pretty out of its element. Yeah, it's extinct. It's only out of its element. Well, I, you know, is he still alive? Did he, that... Yeah, they're alive. Well, I mean, unless he died of natural causes since, which yeah. from Vegas, I feel like I would. But they've heard. never performed again or anything. That was it. He he. Oh yeah, that was he can't function it. right. They he, still have like the the tigers are all at like the the gardens or whatever. The, I've seen the tigers, the white tigers, yeah, and, yeah, and wherever plays casino they're in, yeah, but. Now, Siegfried and Roy, though, have they done an interview or anything? I haven't seen the guy since. Is he that fucked up? I mean, I'm sure he's done a couple things, but it's it's pretty What much- does his face look like now? I mean, it wasn't great I mean, to it begin was, with. It was, it was they always were weird. pretty. You know, I'll say this. One time I was in the casino and they were, they would walk through the casino to get to their show. Yeah. And it's just, you know, those guys were, it, that's a good yeah. Vegas thing. It's yeah. back when Vegas was old Vegas. Like if Blue Man Group They were fun, yeah. yeah. And- I saw them walking through to get the thing and people freaking out because it's them in the sparkly outfits. And it was wild to see. I'm like, holy shit, that's Siegfried and Roy. That's basically what Vegas is supposed to be. Yeah. These two wacky guys, whatever they were. I don't know if they were, were they a couple They're, or were they just friends? I think the rumor is that they were a couple. Um, <laughs> But I, I don't think it was ever anything. I mean, they they were big in like the what eighties. Oh, even before that, I 70s, think. I think so it was like seventies like, and sixties. I, I don't think that they would have really claimed it if they were a couple. But it's a little sad now that that's kind of gone away in Vegas like that. Like I I I saw a documentary on Vegas on how people just don't go to shows anymore in Vegas because it's become such a, like a party town where Night now clubs. it's about DJs and stuff like that. That's the show. You know, what's funny is like a lot of like gambling is even losing. I know. I mean, unless it's like the win and they have like a very built in like market in Macaw and they're like, yeah, literally if you're a big gamer anywhere in the world, they'll just fly you out and give you everything you want just because they're hoping you'll, you know, so you'll, you'll spend money and, and it's dying. So when I actually, when I, I used to work at the Cosmo in Vegas for years. Well, that place, the, the Cosmo is what I was going to bring up because I've, I've stayed at the Cosmo many times mm. and the Cosmo, the casino is kind of small. It's very small. They want to be a resort. Yeah, yeah. But yet everything else is, you know, everyone goes to the pool or the club or the restaurants and it's like the casino. I've, I've been to Cosmo probably 10 times. I don't think I've gambled at it once. Yeah, They have more like yeah, more restaurants than slot machines. But don't they make their money all off slot machines? Like, how do they make any money? So, I mean, in all honesty, they're, well, Marquis rent is definitely helping. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah, Marquis. Yeah. I mean, like, the rent for those places is through the roof, but you got, you know, 12 floors and a casino. And Where yeah. do people stand on Vegas these days? This is a question now I'm giving to people, and not that I could get responses. I'm going to set up a Facebook page and everything for this, like uh, my friend Heather McDonald does. She's got this whole thing wired, but so I can get, you know, responses from people, but like, where do people stand on Vegas these days? Do you still go? Is it a place to go for fun? Cause I believe that when I was, you know, years ago, it was a, it was so fun to get in a car and drive to Vegas and, yeah. you know, just go insane, hook up that yeah. shit, stay eight guys to a room, you know, one shit room. You couldn't afford it. You'd get, you'd bring up a case of whatever and you get your pre-party, then you'd go to whatever shit club there was. This back when I would go in the early days, there were clubs like outside of the casinos. They were like a standalone clubs. They weren't even in the casinos. Yeah, no, they were yeah, like on a corner. On a cor- no, yeah. yeah, you'd get a, like in a cab. Ice house or whatever. No, you that's that? the one. Yeah, it's still that building is still it's still there. there. It still, still sits says ice on it. But I know, it and that's fun. And it's been it's been like that for yeah. fifteen years well, now. I say still. I mean, I haven't lived there in a year now, so. But it no, it's still there. Yeah. I've passed it many times. Yeah. That place used to be. So, I mean, it was a line mm-hmm. around the block to get in it. Well, and now it's like, do you do you ever go to um, uh, what is it, uh, Ellis Isle? 
the no. microbrewery casino that's like off the strip. They have like a famous like dive bar karaoke. Like it was a dive casino for years, and now they're remodeling and trying to like you know get oh, people in. Yeah, yeah. now microbreweries are popular, and they've had they've been brewing their own beer for so yeah. long that it's like. But is it still like a? Does it still have its? hookup-y kind of vibe and, and all that. I anymore. Like, I feel like there used to be... Also, I feel like hooking up is a little destigmatized and there are apps for it, but if you're not going for you, gambling... Hooking up is destigmatized. Yeah. yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe well, that's the... That's the... This is all part of the the fall of the fucking Western well, civilization. And you know what's funny We've is- destigmatized hooking up. It should... I was always all for it. Yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah, but keep it to yourself. Don't post pictures of it. No, I, well, yeah, I didn't have the opportunity to do that, yeah. but not that I ever, I don't know if I yeah. would have, but. Well, it's almost like locker room talk is like a, is like a post now. <laughs> like, oh, blah, blah, you know. Yeah, like, right. Um, but no, I think, this is what I think about Vegas. You'll see, I think a lot of people who come from more conservative areas Probably still go there once or twice a year for that kind of like, oh, leave the kids with mom. Let's go get and a go out and have fun. And and yeah, let's put on put on our your low cut shorts, which is great. Your, you know, I yeah, think yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. But if you live in L.A., you already live every day. Like I know, like, ah, I know. I don't need to drive four hours to go to a nightclub. Like I can. I- I'll also say this about L.A. I I feel that's gone away here too. I don't know if people come to L.A. anymore for like a good time. I, Maybe I'm just jaded and been here too long. I don't see LA being that fun anymore. I don't know. I don't know clubs and bars in LA anymore, like club yeah. clubs. I don't know where people go. There's that big. I think it's called Ohm. It's oh, a, I, didn't even, I never even heard of that. It's a. It's in the mall on Hollywood and Highland. I think it's called Ohm. Oh, that's yeah, but nobody's going there. Well, I hear that on the because I no, like where it. where are like back in the days of when you know. Remember the day where Paris Hilton, Britney Spears, and Lindsay Lohan all went out together to like some fucking club, and they all—that's when Britney Spears' pussy came out in the car, and yeah. they photographed it, and it was craziness. Like what hide or whatever it was called. Yeah. Like that's oh, where. Yeah, yeah. Where's that place? Like, are they still around? Are people still going out and seeing? Like, where's Paris Hilton? Like, or is there is there a Paris Hilton anymore? Now, so is it over? So now, well, the, your typical nightlife companies that I think of, like Tao, the Tao Group. Yes, they have always kind of had this like restauranty element, like loungy restaurant, which like, is cool. Like that place really is good. Lounge. Tao in Vegas yeah. is good. Well, no, there's a Tao in Hollywood. I know, uh, but it's not as good as the one. Yeah, in Yeah, and I think like there was a hide out there too. The, a lot of the the entertainment groups are the same, so I'm sure it's just a lot of like kind of mega. I'm sure. I'm sure that crowd is probably hanging out more in like lounges because DJs are DJs. Okay. But when you go, say you're going to the Hyde or the Tau in, in Las Vegas and it's packed on a Friday or Saturday night, are you going, putting on your best shit in hopes of hooking up? Or are you going to like, I go and I see the, the dance floor is so packed because whoever is playing, you know, Tiesto or whatever the fuck is playing and they go so crazy but everyone's got their eyes closed and they're fucking like looking up and just getting the beat. Like nobody's, nobody's cares about who's next to them. I think like when I, back when I was going, you just went to fucking see if you could get drunk girls or guys and have fun. Yeah. Like now I don't even think people recognize who's next to them. Are you a drinker at all? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean like, in the table thing, I I feel like it's just an outdated form of hanging out. I mean, you mean table bottle service? Yeah, yeah, and I and I still see you see it a lot in Vegas, but it's like if Floyd, if there's a Floyd Mayweather fight, a table at the 
place that's, you know, the hot place. Right. Where, or if that's where Mayweather's after party is, you're looking at like, you know, 20 grand that's for what a I've heard. table. So you're priced out. Like pe- yeah. regular people are priced out of Vegas. And you'll meet, I meet, I used to meet people when I worked there all the time where it was like 12 people would go in on a $3,000 table, you know? Yeah. It's like, what's the point? 12 people can't sit at it. But I know. It, it's kind of, I feel like a lot of people, they just home base at it. There's a bottle on the table. They go back, they get their drink, they sit down for 10 minutes, text, and then go back out and look for, it's yeah. sad. It's a sad reality that uh, it's that it's that 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 shit is kind of over because it was so much fun to go to Vegas and go nuts. Um, I'm sure you probably still could, but it's, maybe I'm just old and it's uh, and it saddens me that I don't see the fun there anymore. Yeah, I think it's a. Uh I don't know. I mean, with Airbnb, there's accessibility to go anywhere nowadays. It's really easy. So, right. So I don't even know. But I know Vegas is constantly trying to rebrand itself. And look, we're for families now. No, look. That lasted about a minute. Yeah, Remember they yeah. did that? They put yeah. a couple of pools in. Started taking people to Circus Circus. And that's when Hard Rock, like Hard Rock started really coming up because they put that thing in just like slut pool, they called yeah. it or something like rehab. Like and it was just like. Rehab, yeah. And everyone started going. And everyone's like, maybe this family shit's not working. And yeah. they just went back to just making slutty pool, which is great. Yeah. Man, like you go to those pools. You have a place to do it. Society needs an outlet. It's so fun. You, need blow it, you, go, you go to. The, yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah. Like, so what is it now? Where they're going out to uh, oh, like uh, Coachella and that shit? Yeah, festivals are huge. I, yeah, I've never I done mean, it. I've young, never done, gone to that Burning Man. I have to say, that's probably, I've always said this Burning Man seems absolutely God awful to me. Like being out in the middle. Of, I'm too high maintenance for that shit. I have like contact lenses and I need, you know, I need a mirror. I, I need shit. And I couldn't just sit in the dust with my balls painted a fluorescent color. You say that, but I think with enough, I know. Like a handful of mushrooms, you might just. But I see, I'm not even. Mind. I'm not even. Uh, did you ever go? Have you gone? I haven't. I've been to music festivals. That's not right. my cup of tea as far as music goes. But you're probably right because I mean the cost of some of those festivals. You're looking at like twenty something. No, because I know are, adults who go. Like I have yeah. friends who go out to that Burning Man. Mm. They've set up a fucking camp, yeah. and these guys are in their forties and fifties. Yeah, and they're going out like big time. And then I saw, you know. I always see the pictures, of course, on Instagram and stuff. And it did look fun this year. I'm like, shit, that looks kind of fun. People on bicycles just driving around the desert well, and, and dressed like the road warrior. That one, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty fucked the up. The steampunk element to Burning Man looks fun. Yeah, all yeah. that stuff. And like, I don't know if I, I want to be fucking in, in, in 112 degrees in, in, a, in a tent, but... I mean, I'm jealous sometimes looking at it. I'm sitting, you know, in Van Nuys eating, uh, eating at, uh, you know, a, a hometown buffet. And I'm looking at these people like having a time of their lives. What is it? Yeah. Labor Day? What is it? Labor Day weekend? They do it? Uh, I couldn't even I tell you. I think it's one of those. But that, anyway. I think you're right that that's probably where younger people are going. Because if you think about it, if you're a young person, you don't have a ton of money. You probably do one big crazy trip a year. Right. You could do Vegas uh, or you could go to Vegas and go to EDC, which is going to be about the same amount that's of electric money. daisy yeah, carnival yeah. see and i know what I'm, i know what's yeah, going up yeah now what is that that's just that trancy music again they call it a rave man they call it the biggest rave in the world so when i, I worked convention and you dress like a gay unicorn you put on yeah. like flower like well, furry and the, and the boots girls are wearing pasties and pasties some of them are nipples. topless you yeah know? And, and it's like that's kind of the hookup culture but am now. i supposed to be fucked up in that am i in, am i on drugs going Have to you ever ED? listen to that music sober? i fuck no exactly. i could never i hear you know what's fucked up to me when i hear people People listening to it in their car, like alone yeah. driving, you pull up at a red light and they got like club. Like how coked out are I know. <laughs> like at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, you're listening to that shit. Yeah. Like I get it at a club when you're all hyped up, but I cannot, I couldn't ever listen mm. to that bassy shit in my car. Yeah. No. I got, you know, I'm listening to Elton John and Jackson Brown, but 
you know, I'm a real, fu- I'm realizing now as I'm talking about this, I'm a real fucking bore, but, uh, <laughs> it's, it's sad. It's pretty, and I used to be fun. Burning Man. Shit. Go to Burning Man every year and just, I would, I would go once. Yeah. I would go once and say, I probably regret it. Um, and, and, uh, but on one of these days, one of these days I'll do, I'll be one of those old dudes who, you know, goes and paints his balls, you know, just fluorescent orange and drives around in a, you know, crazy bike. It'll be fun. Where are you going? Uh, just grabbing a charger. Oh, okay. He's, he's heading out. Uh, anyway, next thing I'd like to discuss is, uh, because that was a pretty fun little rant we went on down the road there. We went from guns, uh, which I'm glad we got off that, to uh, to going into Vegas, which I could talk endlessly about, of, of like, where do people party these days? Um I feel like Nashville's big. I feel like people go there a lot. I, I perform in Nashville a lot and it looked like, I feel like that's where all the bachelorette parties have gone. They don't go to Vegas anymore because they've been priced out. So they go to Vegas where you could still have like a really good time for, without spending 25 grand for the weekend. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about is this lesbian couple that I read about yesterday. Um, I think they're lesbians. You know, honestly, I don't know, but I guess they would be because they had a baby um, artificial inseminated baby that they, it was the first time they, they both carried the baby. The, the baby was now I'm, I'm going to fuck this up because I'm not a doctor, but the baby was inseminated, I believe inside one woman and kept in her uterus and where to where it got to the point where it could be extracted and then put into the other woman. Cause they both wanted to be the mother of the baby. The baby was just born. So now they're both the parent. They both, carry the baby for uh, a matter of time and now it's both their children. So if this, I don't know if this is a trend that now it, babies are going to be like, um, you know, hot potatoes where you just pull it out and give it to the next person. I can't wait to see what happens to it. It's got to come out a little weird, right? I, I, mean, I think it's out. I think yeah. it was born. I think they had the baby. So well, wait till, wait till like third grade when he has like, when he doesn't talk to people and you'd be like, see, you should have just left should, him in one, one, one person one should have kept yeah. him in. Yeah. Does it fuck you up if you have like two? I feel like it, uh, well, what do we call fuck up? It might be the next thing. Like, if you came out with three arms and everyone's like, oh, that'd be dope. Then at some yeah. point, just everyone. And, and the other thing it. is I read, uh, I mean, I watched this, there's, there's a, there's an, an interesting uh, series on Netflix called like how it's made or how it happens. I'm, I should get the exact title, but they're like 15 minute or 20 minute things about things we all kind of don't really know about. We all think we know about the stock market, but nobody really knows about the stock market. So this kind of explains in like um, real layman's terms, Things like the stock market and the water crisis and blah, 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 blah. You, uh, the female orgasm is one of them, which is which was fascinating. And one of them was um, designer DNA. I watched it on the fucking my flight back from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, d- designer DNA, which basically at this point, they're just not doing it, but they could because they're afraid people are going to say they're playing God or whatever. We are at Jurassic Park level. They could make whatever the fuck they want. Um, uh, right now, currently you could make a kid who could play center for the Lakers tomorrow. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? 
Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. If you wanted to, with designer DNA. But people are not doing it because they think, well, why wouldn't everybody do it? Why have stupid people anymore? Because we can all make perfect babies with the designer DNA. There's no reason for anyone to be dumb anymore or short or fucking whatever. You know, none of us are perfect, but now everyone will be perfect. So my question is, should we just design everybody at this point? Like, fuck it. Why? But I think that would, you know, now you don't have any more Danny DeVito's, you know, Danny, if, the, if, the, if, if we had designer DNA when Danny DeVito was born, you'd have no Danny DeVito. We wouldn't have a weird short looking dude like that. And everybody would be playing. But I don't know how many athletes, more athletes we need. Like, do we need more, you know, football players or baseball players or, or whatever? And if you could design your child, would you make it a fucking football player? I don't know if I would. I don't know what I would design, but I think it's fascinating. Watch it. It's on Netflix, Designer DNA. It's, uh, I feel like I, it'll have like a money thing to like, of course, well, it's only going to yeah. be rich people, so, yeah, but it's, yeah so. rich people are the only ones who'll be able to afford yeah. to do it. Like now nah, it's got to have blue eyes, doc. So and you have, so let, what happens when you get a blue eyed baby and it comes out brown eyed and you're like, nah, I need to exchange. This. Yeah. You can take <laughs> it back. Stick it back like, into my, another person. Give me my money back. I don't want this blue. But you, it, it, apparently none of this shit's very hard. Like to get a blue eyed baby with what they have, with the access to the things they have now, it's, it's no problem. Easy. So if you and your girlfriend or wife or whatever you, you, I know yours, in your case, it's a girlfriend, uh, you could design the baby. Would you design the baby or would you just let it at at chance like everyone else does? I mean, uh, she's beautiful and I'm awesome and intelligent. So let's just, let's roll the dice and be And and she, her parents are like uh, well-to-do doctors and shit. So that's genetically, you're genetically blessed in that way. We're going to, we're just going to have a perfect one first time. (laughs) I'll say this. Her and I talk about adopting. I would rather do that. Oh, it's an easy way to go, man. It's just, uh, everybody's good. There are plenty of kids. I know my brother adopted and actually a good friend of mine who actually is going to be my guest quite a bit on this show. Actually, a friend of mine named Steve Marmelstein, who's got a very strong and good, solid opinions on a lot of things. And he's adopted and, uh, and it's great. He loves it, man. And the weird thing is Steve's not genetically blessed in any way looks wise, but his daughter's gorgeous. And he's like, God, I have nothing to do with it, but Mm. thank God somebody did, you know, I, uh, like, I I think it's a, I think there's a little bit of a bond you get with a child that, or when, I think when the situation seems like it's not going to happen, right? you know, what you, you lower your standards for lack of a better term, but like my mom couldn't have kids. She tried numerous times and having me was kind of hard to do. And she, so she like, did have you, you weren't yeah, adopted. No, no, I wasn't yeah. adopted. And there's kind of like, she definitely is a, I feel it's almost like she's probably a little more appreciative of being a mother. Yeah. Then are you it? Just you? Yeah. Just me. She tried to have more and miscarriages, but, um, she's probably a little more appreciative of the opportunity to have children. I have friends who can't have kids and had a kid and the kid is, you know, health wise isn't, you know, it's not perfect and they're like figuring it out, but they're just, it's a blessing to them to even have the kid. I feel like at some point it's probably that way for the kid too. Like, man, these people are kind of crazy, but damn it. Someone raised me and fed me. No, no kidding. I mean, there's, yeah, it's probably, it's a rough system. I guess, you know, that foster care shit, you know, I know Tiffany Haddish, a very famous comedian and friend of mine, uh, you know, went through that system and she talks about it quite a bit in all her interviews and books and stuff. But 
Yeah, it'll it'll fuck you up. I knew people who actually friends of mine who took in foster kids on Long Island when I was growing up and they had a lot of problems because these kids were, you know, they were coming from foster home to foster home and they were, they were, you know, these kids were, were bad kids because they, you know, they, no, they had no choice in life to become. Well, and there's a, I lived with a lady who did foster care for a while. Like I rented a room from yeah. her and I had to go through the process of background checks and everything just to rent a room from her. Yeah. Cause and, these, uh, well, these kids all were fucked over by yeah. people and then they, what happened in the, in the case that I'm talking about is these kids, you know, they blame the father who I, I listen, I don't know. I, he seemed like an upstanding, nice guy to me. And I think he was fu- fucked over, but they, one of the girls said he like molested or something. And he was, his life was kind of ruined. Mm. I don't know if he did or he didn't. I don't know. You know, this is a long time ago, but he took in these foster kids and was like, well, there goes my fucking life, you know? Yeah. So it's no, a weird world to be in. Yeah. And I think, I don't know. I'm, I'm one of the weird people that thinks you shouldn't like, I don't know. You kind of, I feel like, I feel like people were a little better when they, when they weren't as uh, risky, that kind of full circles it to hookup culture, you know, or not yes. risky, but like, it would feel like there are a lot more, um, unplanned pregnancies now than probably. Do you think so? I think so. Really? I feel like that used to be such a huge thing people talk about. Teenage pregnancy, teenage pregnancy. I feel like I don't hear it anymore at all. I don't feel like people on it. And I've heard this to be true. You're younger than me. So, you know, I don't think people are fucking anymore. I really don't. I think people are too connected to phones and shit. Like, and to where you're almost like, eh, I don't need to fuck. I could watch. She's going to send me a video. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, really? Like, look at all these people who got in trouble, like Anthony Weiner and, and all these people who get in trouble, Tiger Woods who get in trouble for, you know, sending pics and texting and Brett Favre did it. Like, I don't think they've ever even met these women. Like I know in the case of Anthony Weiner, who's done it several times, I know the girl he did it to, um, Sydney Leathers, who's, you know, a friend of mine on Instagram and shit. I, they've never met. They've never even been in the same fucking room together. Yet this guy's life is ruined as is hers a little bit, I guess. And yeah, it's not fun to be on either side of that. Yeah, like all just for, all just for, for that shit. It's weird to me to just not even, and I, you know, I listen, I'm, I'm guilty of it myself back in the old days. I used to fucking had, that was fun shit. Yeah. Like meet girls on MySpace and, and you know, whatever they, even now Instagram and shit like that, where you're just, yeah, all of a sudden slides in the DM and, it's kind yeah. of exciting. and next yeah. thing you know, now you're striking up like a fucking ba 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 going back yeah. and forth. You, this could be a fucking dude for all you know, or any, who knows? It could be any, it could be I love the fact that you went with 40, like that's (laughs) gross and old. Um, fantastic. (laughs) No, no, but I feel like if you're 26, you're not, you're not trolling people online. Right, right, right. Exactly. You're you're dumb enough to get trolled by other people. True, true. Oh, and I, you could tell, anyway, that's fascinating to me too. I know these are like oft used premises that people talk about, but it's fascinating. It's still, it still fascinates me that it's, but it is fun, especially when you're like bored on the road or. In hotel rooms and shit. It's fun to like all of a sudden when people start chatting with you on these social media outlets, it's, it's crazy fun. Anyway, let's move on to another story that I recently uh, saw as I was strolling through the airports in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Once again, I saw the cover of the us magazine or one of those people's or us or whatever, which all seem to be Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle seems to be on every cover of every magazine. They all, nobody like checks, I guess, with each other on those magazines because every week it seems to be all six of them, you know, there's like in touch and us and, um, and people 
they all have the same story, every one of them, but it's kind of a different angle on that story. Like Jennifer Aniston wants to have a baby. Jennifer Aniston doesn't want to have a baby. Jennifer Aniston, first of all, with Jennifer Aniston baby shit, the, these magazines have been tapping this well for uh, a long yeah, time now. Yeah, and she's fucking 52 at this point, I think, or something close to it. I think the baby days are over for Jennifer Aniston. That's not happening. No, she'll just, we were just talking about this. She'll just buy a good, or she'll. And she hasn't even done, gone down that road, which all her, like Sandra Bullock and Charlize Theron and all those people have kind of went down that road like the adopted kid. But I don't think this girl wants them, so leave her to the fuck alone, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Anyway, the point I'm trying to get at is I saw the this cover was about, uh, um, what's shit? Oh, now I forgot her name. I'm so bad at this. Affleck's ex-wife, uh, Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner, who now is divorced from Ben Affleck, but still drives him around to rehab and shit. She uh, apparently game. is dating a regular guy. And now the cover of the magazine says, Jennifer, Jennifer Garner dating just an average Joe. And people are supposed to be shocked by this. Like, oh my God, can you believe Jennifer Garner is dating some average? And first of all, he's far from an average Joe. He's a, owns, a, he's a CEO of some giant company, but he's not an actor. He or, just doesn't or, have biceps. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and he's not even, yeah, he's not even a bad looking guy from the picture at least. But I think it's so strange. I'm like, well, is it that horrible if Jennifer Garner were dating a fucking UPS driver or electrician or a fireman or something? That's an average Joe. Like this guy is the CEO of a, of a, a pretty uh, affluent company. I don't really see think of an average Joe, but the fact that it made headlines, I think, is hilarious. That is, it's so gross and and unbelievable that Jennifer Garner would date now. Who's like talk about average Joe. She's like from fucking middle of nowhere, Missouri. What is she's, the last, is she still working? Yeah, she does. Well, she does those capital one commercials, which is big. Uh, uh, I mean, that's where her, she probably makes her big money. Yeah. And if she also has a new show on HBO, which I'm not loving. It's called camping. It's, uh, I've seen the, I've seen yeah, the yeah, yeah. It's got good people in it and it's done by good people, but I don't know. I don't, I gave it like one shot and I just, I wasn't into it, but I should, like I, on a, is it a sitcom? Ish, you know, it's it's like a three, you know, it's not shot on stage or anything. It's right. out, they're camping and it, it's, right. but they're all, it's like couples camping. Uh, I think it's for, I, I didn't really give it enough. Honestly, is what I, my, the thing I do now, which I hate, I hate, I hate that I do it is I half pay attention to everything because I'm looking at my you're fucking phone. phone. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't even, I don't even give these shows the proper uh, attention they should have. These people are busting their asses working and writing and, and I half fast reading Twitter while I, you know, and then I cast it off as a piece of shit because I wasn't even paying attention they in the first what, place. They should do it like American Idol does and be like, Texas, what you think about that plot twist? Yeah, and well, they like, tried it. Yeah. They have tried that shit. I, years ago, I was before, like, we've really gotten into where we are now with all of this, you know, technology. I was writing on a show, the worst thing I've ever done in Hollywood, where it was, I was like, this is bottom of the barrel bullshit. I was a little office in Glendale and it was a show about four people who were going to travel the world and be like real bitchy. Like this back when Laguna Beach was a big deal. And they were going to be like bitchy and socialite to all these famous places. But yet they were going to... Um, there was going to be no commercials. That was the big thing. We're not going to have commercials because the commercials are going to be in the show. So for instance, you're, say you're at a club. This, this is the producer telling me what this show is going to be about. 
And he says, we're at a club and these people are going to be drinking cosmopolitans, but they're not just cosmopolitans. They're absolute cosmopolitans. So they're going to say, this is a really good absolute cosmopolitan. So you know how to write that kind of stuff? I'm like, I guess. So there I am writing these. And then I don't know if you guys remember a girl named Trishelle Canatella. Trishelle Canatella was when real world Las Vegas, when real world was still hot and it was the shit. Real World Las Vegas came around. It was the first real world after about six different cities where they said, hey, let's make people a little slutty. Let's let them hook up. They used to discourage hookups in the real world, New York, LA, the first few. Then Vegas came around and they were like, let them hook up, let them get in the hot tub and let them fuck around. So Trichelle kind of tell it was like the slutty girl in the Vegas real world. You, Some of you people will remember, I know. And it was fun to watch. She was a good looking girl. I don't know whatever became of her. Anyway, she was one of the girls on this show. She, they, they, she had become so popular in real world. They're like, fuck it. Let's let Rochelle Canatella be our star. And she didn't, she was the worst horrible person. So she would come storming into the writer's room every day. And it was only me and like two other guys. And she would scream at us about what comedy is. Like, this is comedy. You people don't know how to write comedy. And she was like a real world star and we're like oh no we got it but we just it's hard for us to write stupid fucking things around absolute, absolute cosmopolitans and whatever and the, like and then one day the producer who was completely clueless this was never going to go anywhere this show i knew it from the beginning and each day as i went to the office like there were there was less and less people there and i knew it was crashing quickly like where's the secretary like we don't need a secretary yeah. it's fine we could go and then by the end it was just me and one other guy and he comes storming in the room and he goes i just got cindy crawford to be a guest star i'm like no you didn't cindy crawford's not doing this piece of shit anyway that was uh i forgot my point i had a fucking point there but we're talking product placement that's it yes 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 product placement all that ad shit no all, all that blah 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 anyway i'll all ask this podcast uh You'll, you'll realize that I often go down roads and tangents that make no sense only to me, but I feel like they'll be interesting at least to listen to. Uh, that being one of them, I'll tell more about those, that, sh that show. I didn't know what it was called. It actually did air. One episode aired one time at like three o'clock in the morning. They aired it on some whatever. And it was, uh, yeah, it was terrible. Anyway, this is the shit you do when you come to LA. At least when I did. I think things are different now. You could immediately like call somebody or text or or, or like put it on Twitter or Instagram that this guy's a pervert or a weirdo and and it's over, you know, as we've learned in the last two years or year. Uh, but that, that, back then you couldn't do shit like that. There was nobody to turn to. You were just like, oh, this guy's got his dick out. So that's well, it. Isn't it funny that the uh, the... Like the the generation of unsolicited dick pics is like going after the the old school whip your dick out. Kind oh, of guy. that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Like, like how dare him masturbate in front of them? But I'm gonna fire off a couple pictures. It's a, like see what I, I I know I keep talking about this, but this whole Me Too thing, I'm more power to it. I think it's fucking fantastic. Because honestly, I've been in this town a long time. There's so many assholes in this town, and the less assholes, the better. When you work with quality people, as you'll as you know, and you'll find out as you go through this town, 
it's just more fun. It's just nicer to go to work every day when you're working with solid, decent We used to like encourage horrible behavior. I remember like, oh, Harvey Weinstein, before we knew what we know about him now, we knew he was like this tyrant on set, screaming at people and blah, 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 and making people cry. And we're like, well, what a dick. That sounds like a horrible, and are your movies that fucking good? Like, and is the final product so fucking great that you made, you need to make people feel like shit? Is fucking Shakespeare in love that fucking good? And Goodfellas, motherfucker. So, I mean, you don't be a dick. Scorsese never was. And every one of his movies is great. Sorry, I got real excited. I didn't take a breath right there. I forgot to breathe. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's that's my situation with, with, uh, with the Me Too movement. Because I don't understand, uh, are you that fucking horny at 55 or whatever, 60, whatever Harvey Weinstein was? Like, doesn't it, don't you eventually kind of just lose your sex drive? I mean, this dude was fucking taking his dick out in the middle of the afternoon in like a tea room in the Peninsula Hotel. Keep your dick in your pants, fatso. It's fucked up. Anyway. But, and once again, I'm no saint. I have, you know, I'm, I'm not a fucking priest. I, not that you can't use that reference yeah. anymore. <laughs> That's I'm a, no pervert. That, I'm no priest. Yeah. That used to be like, oh, you could use that because they never, you know, they're as great. bad as anyone else. So you can't really say that. <laughs> anyway, this well, is. That's the, almost indicative of how big the problem is, right? The, or not even the problem, or just the, it's a fact of nature, of human nature. Absolute power corrupts absolutely, or sexuality. You know, yeah. That that even when you go like I'm no, I'm no priest. It's like, well, fuck, they're they're everybody. God, they're, they're the all. worst. I mean, who do we turn to now? Who do we use as our as our as our decent people or person? I, I don't know. I, I really don't. I'm no politician. Oh wait. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> yeah. You got to have Tom Hanks. I'm is no that, United. We're just going to have to go to one guy, like, because yeah. there's going to be one decent person left in the world that we can turn to. Who was the Mr. Rod Fred Rogers? Yeah, but maybe yeah. somebody will dig up something on yeah, him he too. Did something too. Yeah. yeah. I'm no Doctor Huxtable. All of them. All oh, of them. exactly. Forget all about it. Them. Yeah, they're all. It's all screwed. Anyway, I feel like we've done. How do we do? I don't want to go too long. So how do we do on time on this one? I was just about to let you know we're at forty-five. Forty-five. So. Well, do you have anything else we should discuss? Because I feel like this one was pretty good. I feel like we did what we wanted to do here. I hope people find it interesting. We are going to put these up, and um, I don't know if I said this earlier in the podcast. I just see as I go on the road and 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 do this stuff with I do with Heather McDonald and the Juicy Scoop podcast. I see the impassioned fans of podcasts out there, I figured I'll do one and see if people, you know, I guess listen when they drive to work or listen when they work out or listen when they, you know, do whatever they do, put headphones in. And I don't have a commute to work. So I don't sit there with headphones in on a train or subway or a car. Uh, So I don't, I don't necessarily even get it to be honest, but I love that people do. And I feel like there's a connection, whether it just whether it be from the voice or whatever the case may be more so than there is even watching like a TV show with these podcasts. I feel like people are just, and I know I'm way late to the game on it, but I feel like people just fucking love them, man. And they, they listen passionately. And so it's good. So hopefully that becomes the case here. Maybe there'll be nine people listening. Maybe there'll be 9,000. Maybe eventually there'll be 900 fucking thousand. Wouldn't that be nice? And then they could come out to my shows in Chattanooga and Albany and all these fucking places I go. Because some nights you go out there on stage and there's 275 people there and it's fun. And some night there's fucking 25 people there and it's still fun. 
but not as fun it's when the club fun. comes and goes, oh, we were hoping for more. And you're like, oh, son of a bitch. Like, I can only do so much. I don't know how to get fucking people to come out of the house anymore. It's almost impossible to get people to leave their couch because couches are too fucking comfortable. TVs are too big. Phones are too crystal clear. They could see fucking everything and access any information with the press of a button. So why would you leave the house? I get it. But if you do, if you choose to get in a car and go find parking and walk through the mall and have dinner at Cheesecake Factory. And then when that dinner's over, you walk into a comedy club, I guarantee fucking you it's going to be fun. That's all I could say about that. Uh, and how did we do? Did we go cover to cover? We've, I feel like we covered, covered some things. Any, anything sp- you, oh, let's cover, you want to cover World Series real quick? Just because we well, haven't it, hit sports? Okay, yeah. Let's, let's cover it real quick. Uh, it was... Interesting. I watched all the games. I love baseball and I love fall baseball. It makes me feel like we're in a good time of year. And it was kind of fally. We had East Coast and West Coast teams. Uh, so we got to see a little bit of both uh, weather wise. And then, of course, one of the games went 18 innings and I watched it. It was ridiculous. It was seven hours and bl- something painful. minutes. It was. And I, I literally did two shows. Game was on the entire time. Went out after the shows in Tennessee and then back to the hotel and it was still on. So I had like three meals throughout the entire the series. Like I ate like the, I ate lunch and dinner and whatever. And, and, um, and it was nuts. And it was, it was the only time the, the Dodgers really showed up and they didn't even really show up. Then it was one home run took it. But uh, yeah, the Dodgers didn't show up and the, and the, and the, and the Red Sox did. And the Red Sox looked like a team. They look like they wanted to win. They look like they like each other. They look like they care. What'll happen is they'll, now that they win the world series, it's going to be tough to repeat it. It always is because now everybody wants to be the star of the team and it's difficult. King of the Hill. Everyone's gone. Exactly. It happened to the Royals. It happens to every, it happened to the Astros. It happens to every team. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Were the, were the games pretty good? I mean, they I were. It was fun. It was you know, it, it, they were they were outclassed. The Boston was a much better team, and I would I would have liked to see the the Dodgers actually do something again. I'm afraid the Dodgers are going to be in the World Series again next year. Like the National League sucks, and they're going to Rangers. It. Yeah, and it's going to they're just going to be one of these teams that keeps getting in and just keeps getting their ass kicked. Like you know the Buffalo Bills back in the day when the Buffalo Bills made the Super Bowl every year and just got destroyed every year. So we'll see what happens. Who knows? Maybe, maybe next year it'll be my New York Mets. Wouldn't that be nice? But anyway, that's a little bit of sports. Cool. I know that's always a weird topic because I know who the f- fans of these podcasts are and like they don't really give a shit about sports. If you're a but, sports person, you're probably listening to a sports podcast. Yeah. I'm sure there's, I'm not a sports guy. I'm sure there's thousands of sports. Yeah. Podcasts. It was, it was, uh, it was, it, it was interesting to watch. And if you're just into like celebrity shit, they kept showing a lot of people in the crowd at the Dodger game. Like there was a lot of celebrities. And of course there was Matt Damon and Jimmy Kimmel who still do that shtick that they don't like each other, which I find a very tired joke at this point. Um, and they were doing that shtick. They had two t-shirts on this and I'm with stupid pointing at each other. And they were sitting with Ben Affleck, which I thought was strange because I thought he was supposed to be in rehab, but he looked like Ben Affleck has the face of a guy, even though he's gone to rehab. And I like Ben Affleck several times now, I believe he still always looks like he's dying for a drink or he's just come from having a drink. Even, I know he's probably clean and sober, but he always looks like he's hungover or about to be hungover. And he did again at the World Series game. Then there's Mary Hart from Entertainment Tonight who sits behind home plate at Dodger Stadium and has, I mean, this woman is fucking amazing. She sits back there behind home plate in every single game 
for hours. I mean, this game was seven hours and Mary Hart was still there. She's got to be pushing 70 or something. And she's jumping up and down and screaming and it's fantastic. Good for Mary Hart. You could see her back there. Many people are talking about it. Man, now it's not like Donald Trump. Many people are talking about it. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. You're good. You prompt me along and you keep me in line for because I go all over the place. I feel like this was fascinating. I feel like I like the way that I'm holding this microphone right now. So that's why I'm talking yeah. more yeah. than I did last time. I'm, I'm The set, we have... I'll give you a little bit of the setting of where we shoot this or, or tape this. Uh, we tape in a little, what is this, Koreatown? We are, yeah, in Koreatown. Okay, so for those of you listening in other parts of the world or country, this is Koreatown, Los Angeles. It's uh, getting okay. It used to be like just exactly that, Koreatown. If you weren't Korean, you wouldn't be down here. But now it's starting to, like everywhere in the country, people can't afford other places. like the nice, So they come to like places like this and then it starts to become a nicer place. Not that the Koreans didn't have it nice, but you know, they had chickens hanging in the windows and shit. A little less chickens hanging in the windows and a little more nice stuff. So we're down on... Uh, Fewer uh, lines of people outside of, like, down the block right. all getting arrested. Are we on Wilshire? Are we on Wilshire? Right on, now, we're on 8th. We're on 8th, which so is close to Wilshire. To Wilshire. Yeah, kind of downtown-ish. The Wilshire kinda. Business District is very There close. you go. Great, great area. Great yeah, downtown. cool little... And, and we're in a little, little, little tiny room uh that's next to like uh, uh, uh some guy who sells used used golf clubs and on the other side like people who sell like um like i, I don't know how any these people make money i really don't know how they pay their rent. this we have buildings in los angeles that just sell water that's what it says on the sign outside water and I, everybody sells fucking water everybody but i don't know if they have special water but you go in they must be selling something else. They have like water and they have like um, those cards to call other countries. They can call El Salvador for a pretty good price if you get this card. I feel like we're next to a couple of those. It's always like the weirdest, like uh, it's like we've got dryers, ice cream, yes. phone cards and, uh, <laughs> know. you know, and like it's all. <laughs> but how's that guy pay his rent? It's a, I walk you know, in. Man, he's such a hustler. He probably just makes it happen. I, I don't I'm I'm not good enough to run a business that's that yeah. successful. So there's a guy, there's a guy by me and where I live in the Valley. He's one of those dudes. He's got like, and he makes keys. So sometimes yeah. I go in there and get keys. He has, and he has socks, just uh -huh. like one thing of, you know, size 11 socks. And then next to that, I'll have like a, a shampoo that's caught, like been out, like Prell. It was yeah. from the 70s, some shampoo that's mm -hmm. not even around anymore and shit like that. So we're, we're by the, those, these type of stores. And then we're in this little tiny room, which you tell me. They do stand-up comedy in this room. Yeah, we have shows in here every now and then. We have an open mic here a couple times a but week. But there's no way anybody could possibly find this do, place. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> if, the, if, if you're not told where yeah. to go, like I am and you are. We we have the luxury of having the only sign on 8th Street, I think, that's in English. So if okay, you're just driving down the street and podcasts hit your peripheral, it's probably us. Okay, yeah. So this is it. This is where we're at. Uh, and it's kind of cool and fun. And, and can, these, I, can I tell a fun story? about the neighbors here yes so go the ahead. other day i got locked out of our back room here and uh to get in I have, I have a key to the back door but i had to go through the cleaner next door who also just happens to be the landlord okay and i so i knock on the cleaner's door or you know and i'm like hey uh he was i walk in the cleaner he's not in there and i'm like uh, excuse me you know back bathroom door opens and i see an old naked guy in there who barely speaks english he goes yeah I'm like, yeah, I got locked out of my back room. I work next door. Can I go into the, you know, we have kind of like a little closed off thing in behind. Yeah. Not an alley. It's just, it's, you know, shoulder to shoulder width. 
you can walk down and get in our back door. And uh, I went and unlocked one back door to unlock this door I was locked out of. And he's like, yeah, come on through. And I was just waiting for a second because he was in the bathroom with the door open. And uh, he's like, no, go ahead. And, like, I just had to walk by a completely naked old like, guy. Like a Korean guy? Yeah, old yeah, the old Korean guy right next just door. Just shitting? Taking or? a shit. Yeah, just wow. sitting on And he's like, sorry. And I'm like, if you're sorry, you can just close the yeah. door. All right. But, uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's the neighbors we have around here. The golf club guy is. Um, yeah, used golf club Yeah, guy. man, if you guys need to use golf clubs, 8th Street. 8th yeah, Street and yeah. Harvard, we got them. This is it. So anyway, that's where we're coming from. So you, so you have a little picture of where it's all happening and uh, hopefully you'll continue to listen because we're going to put this one up. This one I felt was good and strong and uh, and this will be the first one. So from here on out, I'm going to actually be more prepared. I've been on the road a lot, so I wasn't really prepared. I had a few stories I wanted to tell. Next time we're going to really, and we're going to put them out every week. Like we're not going to fuck around. We're going to do this shit probably Tuesdays or Thursdays. We're going to release them and then you guys find them. And we have fun doing it. I appreciate your time and your time. And uh, and we'll do it again uh, next week. Thanks, fuckers. Bye-bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.